Hey, it's Travis with Oscar Mike Radio. How are you doing? Oscar Mike Radio is a military veterans podcast slash show. And I talk about military stories, military events, military history, veterans in action, advocating for um, other veterans, their own nonprofits, business, what have you. Thank you so much. And um, trying out some new stuff, got some new stuff going on. Uh, want to call attention to my hat. Um, look at the hat and, and check out that, right? First of all, the hat fits. Um, that's the coolest thing. But the real cool thing, look at that again. Look at that again. You see that? Uh, that patch and the way that it was stitched the hat was done by Alpha Bravo Custom Designs. They're out of Kansas, um, a husband and wife military team. The husband is a veteran. Um, the wife is serving right now. Brian and Athea are doing this together. And we're looking at and working on developing a partnership. So just really happy. I mean, look how cool this is in the black. I mean, it's enough to draw you in. Like, I really dig this, man. And I didn't know what was going to happen. I just said, you know what? Here's here's my logo. You know, here's my stuff. Do something with it. And they did this. So really cool. Um, you know, there's a lot of other good stuff coming along the way. Really pleased to have uh, John Stacy Curry of Semper Savage supporting Oscar Mike Radio. Uh, I love their stuff. You'll see a, a affiliate link in the show post where you can try out their uh, you know Battle Buddy 2-pack or their Fire Team 4-pack. They just dropped new uh, uh, dressing marinade flavors, uh, the Super Savage Caesar and the Savage Cider. It's all good stuff. And again, just want to thank my sponsors, Joyce Asac of Asac Real Estate, Mark Holmes of Reaper Detailing and Power Washing, Get Reaperfied, and Sean Schubert of Red Seal Martial Arts. They all support veterans or our veterans themselves. Thank you. Uh, a little coffee there. I'm, I'm, I'm doing this in the morning for a change. And I'm trying out uh, a couple other different things. One to kind of, you know, tell part of my military story the weird thing is i talked about the last time i did this was the reaper and unofficially if you go to mcrd san diego and you do the reaper unofficially you're a marine um oh well officially you're not until you're pinned but unofficially you are. And, and here's the weird thing. Um, I thought about, you know, I was going to talk about my graduation and, you know, how I felt and, you know, you know, marching out and all that stuff. But the reality is, and it's not because I'm getting old, because there's some parts of boot camp that I can remember with excruciating detail and feel it as I'm talking about it. But this is not. So I'm going to try to, you know, wrap up MCRD and goodbye San Diego because it's 
funny. I, I, I don't know if this is in life. And this made me question, you know, the, the female mindset even more is maybe I remember the bad stuff better than the good stuff. I don't know because there's some good memories I've had that, you know, like, like the birth of my children and other things that I remember, you know, quite well. But it's really weird. I don't remember that, but I remember other parts of boot camp. Well, I, I don't understand that. And it seems like, wait a minute, you, you would think that, you know, childbirth is a pretty traumatic event. Women tend to forget all the pain and suffering and they want to do it again, which we'll talk about that another time. That's not the focus of this. Um, childbirth is an amazing experience. I highly recommend it. <laughs> because I don't have to go through it, but um, it, it's an amazing thing, but it, it, it leads me to some questions. <laughs> oh, man. I cracked myself up. Um, so let's talk about the time from the Reaper to where I got out, and I'll try to be uh, concise and not ramble too much. After the Reaper, after you come down from the Reaper, um, you, you get ready to leave Camp Pendleton and do um, third phase. And that's like four more weeks. And what it is, you go through your final, you know, water swim qual, your, um, you know, final time PFT score, knowledge training and drill. I mean, we drilled like it was nobody's business. More um, PT. You still got smoked. Um, the, the, the intensity did not let up. And it was also where you had to do your collateral duties, uh, which was for us working in the chow hall and we had to do guard duty. That's right. So I'll start with guard duty first because uh, it was only like one night. Uh, you, you had to guard MCRD San Diego, which I'm sitting there thinking about, you know, we're in the, we're, we're literally in the middle of downtown San Diego. And the airport is just over there. Like, like you can get on a plane and take off and land in San Diego, depending upon your approach vector. And if you look close, you can see stuff going on. Uh, if you have a pair of binoculars in the plane, you can see stuff going on. But so it, it <laughs> you have to guard, you know, the base. And so, I got to guard uh, some, it, it was some storage shed. It wasn't like I was guarding an ammo depot or the mortar pool or the chow hall even. It was like shed, you know, at building, you know, 2146 uh, Yankee dash Y or something. I don't know. And the uh, drill instructor and I remember which one it was. It was uh, Drill Sergeant, Sergeant Ichan. Uh, he was uh, Asian, American, and he could be a sadistic little bastard. Let me tell you what, um, 
did not have any tolerance for BS at all. And he was one of the juniors, one of the heavies, and he relished his role. But he took me out there and, you know, in, in with the accent and everything said, you're going to start here, you know, walk down there and walk back, you know, rifle over your shoulder. And when you're approached by um, the series drill instructor or the, you know, uh, company first sergeant, you know, make sure you sound off. And it was from like midnight to, you know, two o'clock in the morning because they had to cycle a lot of us through for this, you know, guard duty. And I remember this where it's two o'clock in the morning and it's, it's quiet. It's, it's one of the few times, except for the planes, even the planes were kind of quiet because, you know, they, they didn't run all day long. It was from about zero five to uh, 10 o'clock where the planes were just taking off all day long from San Diego Air airport. So it was quiet. There's no uh, running going on. So there's no cadence being called. There's no drill going on. So there's no cadence being called. There's no recruits signing off. It's, it's as quiet as it's going to get, you know, at that time. And so, you know, I'm walking and it wasn't a hundred feet. It was maybe like, I don't know, 50 feet. You know, my rifle's held over my shoulder. You know, I'm, you know, you know, left, right, left, right. Get to the point, had to do an about face, turn around, walk back. And you couldn't really, you know, for what I was doing, you, you really couldn't stop. There was no break. You didn't have to run. But for what I was doing, you had to move. And some of them didn't have to move. Some of them were put at the, some of my, you know, um, boot camp mates were put at a door or a gate location. And they were either at parade rest or at, um, you know, rifles over their shoulders. And if I've missed all this, you know, this is, kind of fuzzy, but I'm trying here, right? Work with me here. So you do this and sure enough, there comes the, uh, you know, company first sergeant with the, uh, you know, you know, platoon commander and, you know, you just sound off, you know, good evening, sir. Hey, first sergeant. My name is recruit. Uh, you know, this is recruit. I wasn't a private yet. wasn't a PFC, you know, wasn't a Marine yet, you know, do the whole thing, you know, recruit party team reporting, you know, you know, building 264 secure with, with nothing to, for the report, sir. And, you know, the captain would, you know, say some flowery words of wisdom and encouragement and, you know, keep watch devil dog. Oh, it wasn't devil dog. Sorry. It was not devil dog. Sorry. I wasn't a devil dog yet. You know, keep watch recruit maintain, you know, some, something like that. I don't know. I can't. And you go about your way. So that was, that was that, you know, I got done with my two hours. Um, I didn't fall asleep. I kept moving. Um, no big deal. 
the second thing was was we had to do uh, chow hall duty, and that was everything from cleaning the chow hall and the Marine Corps chow hall at Paris Island and MCRD San Diego has to be one of the cleanest places, two of the cleanest places on earth to eat a meal. They don't have to worry about overtime and workers' rights and wages and stuff like that. <laughs> it can make you clean all night long. You know, you'll get done cleaning and you got to start cleaning again just to make sure you didn't miss anything. So there was that, there was the juice prep, all that stuff. Um, <coughs> you didn't want the pot shack. That's where uh, they put people who either irritated the drill instructors. There's a couple guys in my platoon who endeared themselves to the drill instructors greatly with little shenanigans they pulled. They got put in the pot shack and basically it's a sauna where, you know, you're doing industrial class washing of pots and pans for food prep. Uh, we got to work uh, the dessert line, which sucked because, you know, I was a diet private. I went to boot camp weighing like 205 pounds from, from weightlifting and everything. And they said I was fat and that's a different story. I didn't get into that, but, uh, it made dessert duty all that worse because, you know, there's all my other little skinny Marines, you know, helping themselves to an extra piece of chocolate pie. And I didn't have any, I had done really well. I did not, you know, mess that part of my training up. Uh, I, I lost weight and, you know, got down to the Marine Corps um, number, which is for my, uh, height and build is 173 pounds, which, you know, no wonder your mom looks at you as if you're, you know, what did they do to you when you were in? I looked emaciated. I did. Anyway, so I did the uh, kitchen duty for a week. Um, oh, more shots. Everybody wonders why I don't like going to medical, why I don't like getting shots. Well, I mean, the Marine Corps did not help that. I didn't get over that. And I'm like, what the hell they put in my body? And then uh, more drill. More drill. And one of the things is the funniest thing, oh, is you had to arrange your leave time. After boot camp, you get a maximum of two weeks leave. You can take up to two weeks. And all 90% of guys go home. I didn't go home. I didn't see the need to take two weeks off. I'm like, it's not going anywhere. It's going to be there regardless if I take two weeks off or not. It's going to suck one way or the other. Um, but I was told uh, at the time we graduated Marine Corps boot camp. And then because I was not an infantry MOS, I went to what's called MCT or Marine Combat Training uh, right back up in Camp Hilton, not too far from where we did um, in San Onofre Valley. Um, I forget the actual 
post name in Camp Pendleton, but you know it's it's right by the School of Infantry. And I'll get to that later because MCT was pretty cool. But I'm like, it's, it's not going anywhere. I got to do it before I get to my MOS. Let's just go. So I'll get in that next time. But um, I didn't go home. And the funny thing was, <laughs> none of the drill instructors or the the the, 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 the um, platoon commander, his name's Lieutenant Russo. He was an artillery um, lieutenant. None of them liked that idea at all. They, they, they were not wild about that at all. But here's the thing. I might have been a little private Partington, but within reason, I could do what I wanted to do, even though I belonged to Uncle Sam. So it's just told me that, you know, if it make, it's making them uncomfortable, then it's definitely something that I need to do because I get to have some control over my future. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I made arrangements to stay at a little hotel uh, in San Diego, had transport lined up to pick me up because I like San Diego. I wanted to see it. Um, it looked pretty beautiful in the little sneak peeks as I was going up and down to Camp Pendleton and back. I'm like, this is a place I want to check out. The weather's fantastic. You know, girls must be pretty. I wish they all could be, right? I, I want to check it out. You, you know, uh, and there's other things too, but I, I wanted to, you know, immerse myself in a different culture and experience for a little while with uh, no one telling me what to do. And that's what I did. And they were not happy about it. I mean... They weren't happy about it to the point where I got a call at the hotel from some, you know, duty NCO making sure I checked in. So I, I, I coordinated all that. I was pretty happy, pretty proud of myself that, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to stay in a hotel and I'm going to make sure to get a king size bed. I want a king size bed. I didn't care. I want a king size bed. And, um, you know, I want it near a blockbuster music. That's, that's how old I am. And then after all that, you get your uniform fitting, uh, your final one. And I had the same old problem where I had to go in the back closet to get covers big enough to fit my head. Uh, I wore either a size 8 or 778 military cover. And let me tell you what, even the supply guy was like, you know, who's this guy? To which my drill instructors uh, at this point were just enjoying themselves way too much at my expense. Like, you know, they, they call the other drill searchers from the other, other uh, you know, platoons. Holy crap. You weren't kidding me. He has a huge grape. I mean, it is what it is. It sucks. It sucks now. It struggles real. But, yeah, once they figured that out, the, 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 the fun began, right? So... Uniform sizing, uniform pictures, they tell you not to smile. You're not supposed to do this. You're supposed to look grim, which again, you know, doesn't make your mom very happy, but you know, hey, here's what it is. And then you get ready to graduate. And all I remember was 
you know, we went, we got up, we got dressed and the, the senior drill instructor, and they all give their speeches and stuff like that. We had turned in all our weapons and everything else. Everything was packed up, ready to go. I mean, once we stepped off the tarmac or the, um, the quarter deck or train area, whatever you want to call it, you know, we were on our own. And, you know, it was going to be one of the last times we got talked to. We marched out. We did the uh, the ceremony. We, 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 you know, are presented. Then we're made U.S. Marines. And um, then I have my sea bag there with uh, clothes that I carried with me. And I'm like, okay, I got to. I got to do this thing. I'm done. And I do remember that all of a sudden the drone instructors actually like talk to you, you know, uh, crack jokes with you and, 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 you know, welcomes you aboard. And, you know, I thought I'd made it only to find out about, you know, a week and a half, two weeks later that, okay, you've gotten over one hill, but, being a private doesn't afford you any kind of additional real respect. You're right back at zero again. That's for a different time. Um, but it's really weird. I, I really can't remember the nuances of graduation, but I can tell you exactly in sequential order what happened from the time I landed uh, in San Diego to get off the bus, you know, waiting the USO, um, getting on the bus, going to the yellow footprints. I can tell you every minute of that. I can tell you about, you know, the guys puking up their dinner because they were trying to uh, hydrate for your analysis with extreme detail. But I really can't remember that um, last couple of days I was at uh, boot camp. And with that being said, I'm like, you know what? Okay, then it's just time to end this part of my military story series and talk about um you know what i did between boot camp and mct next time and mct which i actually really liked i liked mct a lot um i i have very little complaints about that and then we'll go into uh mos school which i i still say to this day uh hawk school sucked worse than boot camp in some regards People think I'm uh, full of it. Some of my hot classmates might agree, but uh, for us, it was not a fun four months. Just wasn't. Um, lots of good stuff going on. I really hope you come back next week for number 236. It's a great guest, Steve Empt. He talks about his story. I want to thank all the supporters again. Check out their stuff in my show post. If you have a story or your business or your nonprofit and you want to get your message out there, let me know. I'd be happy to talk with you. And uh, I'm going to end by saying, you know, be savage, not average, and get yourself some separate savage. Enjoy this life. Um, and goodbye, San Diego. We're out.